right, and welcome to Gorilla vs. Bear Podcasts. I'm your host, Sebastian Herrera. And I'm your other host, Patrick Valvano. And this is episode zero. Yes. We're going to go over, you know, ourselves, what we kind of plan on doing in the podcast, and what we want to kind of get to. Yeah. 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 So, um, a little bit about myself. I'm Sebastian. I attend Brookdale right now. It's Brookdale community, community college. college. Community college. Yes. Uh, we're based out of New Jersey over here, so if anyone's listening from outside of New Jersey, how the welcome. fuck did you end up over here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's pretty much a little bit by myself. How about yourself? Uh, my name's, as I said, Patrick Valvano. Um, I currently attend Monmouth University in New Jersey. Um, I'm a junior political science major, probably going to add secondary ed to all the teachers, former teachers listening. Yes, I will be joining you in the ranks probably, but uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's about That's it, for much me. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So a little bit about the podcast itself. We, what we want to get to in here is just raw, uncut, honest opinions, and just pretty much just have fun with it. We don't want to really get too uh, formal with anything. We want to have fun. We want to throw stuff around. No, We're gonna get done with a lot be, of things too. Yeah, emotions will be out and loose like you're allowed to you can get deep and we're also going to be pretty fucking stupid at times yeah. so be prepared for that one too but you know it's just going to be raw emotion honest conversations sometimes about super easy stupid topics and sometimes about deep emotional topics that there and you go. again hopefully with time we hope to have guests on here like i said with time and with those time. guests you know can talk about whatever they want and probably their area of expertise but it's going to be it's gonna be a fun time. It'll be pretty good. Yeah. Um. Just to jump right into it, you said you wanted to be, you know, a teacher. What about teaching? Really speaks to you. I don't know. I just I think interacting with like young kids in a sense and like really getting a grasp of where they are and like leading mm -hmm. them down the road. Like I've been through a lot personally in my life, so I want to help them like get to where they want to go to in their lives and really like not just teach them subjects, but teach them how to get through life, how to get through struggles like that. Right. Would, yeah, that's what it's like. They always say, "Be the person that you wanted when you were growing up." So I would like to be that for those kids. I feel like mo I'm gonna be real with you. I feel like most teachers are pretty bad at that. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Most teachers just do it to get a paycheck and like get the summers off and whatnot. Which, like, honestly, if I was a teacher, I'd be doing that too. Yeah, here. I mean, <laughs> if you're like in Louisiana, you're not getting paid anything, and you don't have a pension, True. and you don't have health care. True. But, yeah. but I mean. I, that that that's a pretty pretty bold like goal i guess you could say yeah, to try I, and make sure you put kids towards the right path yeah i i, I respect that yeah. i mean but you know it's also pretty awesome that you do get summers off yeah that is pretty cool exactly. but also like you know you still want to teach them the subject but you also want to make sure that you know they enjoy the subject they're not just there like again mm. you shouldn't enter teaching if you're just going for the paycheck that's ridiculous. I mean, that does it's not, happen. It's not, Don't it's get me not wrong. the best of paychecks either. No, I mean, when you start, but as <laughs> when you, you get start, older, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like extravagant, but it'll keep you up there in the upper middle class as you get older. But the thing is, is that, you know, there are people that somehow just end up in that career just because, you know, they get yeah. tired of their old job and they get bored. So they want to try something new, but they don't really care about the kids. I've met a lot of teachers that don't care for their job, don't care for the students or anything. A lot of the teachers that I had, you know, they were good. They cared. But um, obviously what made a teacher good was that they cared, was that they made it like kind of enjoyable in a sense to learn whatever the subject was. Even if I hated it, they made it bearable at the very least. Yeah. All the teachers that I hated that were like pretty terrible were exactly what you just described. They're in it for the paycheck. They don't like, you know, students. They don't like teaching or anything. They're just 
there to be there, which I don't really understand. Like, how do you go into a profession knowing you're not going to get paid that well, knowing you're going to have to deal with a bunch of things that you don't like? Like, how do you willingly get into that? Uh, to be honest with you, I think that most of them that end up in those positions had a different idea of where they wanted to go career-wise, and then they felt like they didn't want to do that anymore. So then they decided, oh, teaching seems like an okay job. So then they went through with it. That's fair. I mean... Which isn't the right way to go about things. That's not, but, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, I'm not saying that's all cases. There are people that think, oh, I can do this. And then they get into it. They're like, oh, this sucks. This I don't sucks. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm just collecting a paycheck and like, I don't really care about you or what you've got going on. Like, again, there's a fine line too. You can't be like all in like your kid's business. Like, oh, right. what's going on at home? What's going on? Like, you know, if those a kid, are the weird teachers. Yeah, those are the teachers that get fired for certain reasons. We'll leave it at that kind of thing. But, um, <laughs> you know... You got to still be like if the kid comes up to you and wants to talk a little bit, like to the extent that you can keep it semi professional. Yeah, and, no, like, of course. You know, let that happen. Be there for them. You're not there to, like I said, to just teach a subject. You're there to also guide them through life. Because high school in particular is kind of a struggle emotionally. Like, you I, don't realize that until after the fact that, right. like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But, like, in the moment, like, your emotions, hormones are just raging. It's I, well, how, rough. How would you describe your experience in high school? I would say it was it was pretty good. I mean, in the middle of it, there were certain points where I'm like, oh, I just want to get out of here, especially senior year. I was just like, God, get me yeah. out, get me out, get me out. I hate this. Yeah. I can't wait for what's next. But in all honesty, I really did enjoy what I had in that moment. I was constant. Yeah. I had a, I'm a big set schedule guy, so I had the set schedule. And then on top of that, you know, I had close friends that I saw every day. And, you know, just the whole experience overall, the teachers. I felt like a decent amount of teachers at where we went to high school were the ones that I had at least I enjoyed right. for the well, most part. There were certain ones I hated, but go ahead. What about I you? feel I feel personally most of high school was all right. You know, it was all right. It wasn't like anything special or whatever. There was some highlights that I obviously like will always remember and always like love about that. But I feel like the high school that we went to, most of the teachers, they weren't that great. I feel like most of them were pretty much like assholes. Better hope that they don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Most of them. There was definitely a couple, like a handful of teachers. Donahue that was a great Donahue one. Is a great I'm, I'm one. shouting you out right now because I know you'll probably be yeah. listening. And also because I loved you. You were a fantastic a great, teacher. A great teacher right there. Yeah. Um, and those were the ones that honestly made classes like bearable. You know, I mean, I played sports in high school, so it was like fun. But after the season was over... There wasn't really much like to look forward to other than the summer and graduating. I just I just don't feel like I I could say teachers either make or break high school. I will I will give that yeah statement. There out. was one sophomore year in particular was really really not great for me. Not from an, a mental health standpoint. I was basically I was perfectly fine, but just like the teachers I had for the most yeah. part. I'm not saying all of them. Oof. Not saying all of them. But I don't think there was one that I was like, oh my god, I love them. Junior year, on the other hand. I had that. And senior year, too. I had mm. an enjoyable experience. Most of senior year, for me, the best parts of senior year was the end. Yeah, really? It was the end, yeah. Uh, honestly, the prom, prom was, was fun and, and great. Um, mm. The trip I, 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 the trip kind of was like, sucks. But you like, guys, if you're going to go, if you're going to go for a senior trip, don't go to a fucking pool. All right, our senior trip was we went to a pool well, with you a big slide. That's it. That's he all it was. I, we I went to a pool because he was class of 2019. I was class of 2018. Yeah. So we went to Hershey Park, which sounds fun. But if you're gonna make a big deal out of a senior trip, don't go to a, a pool. Like you could go to anyone's pool in your own neighborhood or your own friend's backyard. Like ah, it's like there was nothing special about it. That was kind of 
It yeah. seemed kind of fun, though. Like, what activities did they have there besides the pool? It they looked had, like there was more stuff. I'm going to be honest with they you. They had a big slide. Yeah. A pool. Oh, wow. Riveting. A volleyball net. Oh, And a basketball better. court. That's it. I mean, they had they had go-kart. Not go-karts. Bumper carts, but they were close to us. They, we Why? couldn't access them. I don't know. You're seniors. What I'm, are you going to do? Like, I, they it? Honestly, it might have been open, but every time I tried to go, like... I wasn't like allowed in, so I don't know if it was actually open or not. But all I remember is not being able to go, and that was a huge bummer. Yeah, that blows, dude. That's rough. Not at least for Hershey, it was entirely like we yeah. were there, but like to be honest you, with you, it's kind of a blur in question, a sense. Question yeah. for you: Yes, do you like amusement parks? Yes, depending on the. I just like because I I grew up as like if you're watching and you're viewing, I have a Disney sweatshirt on. Like I love Disney. I don't really. I think it's like the upper echelon. Okay. Of like amusement parks, Disney. I've never I been. I think Universal second. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been I've been to Universal in California. That okay. was fun. Never been to Disney World. Okay. So, well, the thing is, at least for me, the difference in them is that Disney's got like I, I talk to Luke, our friend Luke, all the time about this. Is that Disney's got like these unique, different rides. Like every okay. ride's slightly different. I mean, yeah, you could get into the whole discussion that Pirates of the Caribbean's a boat ride and Small World's also a boat ride, but there's. There's different. Soren is a simulation experience. Okay. okay, you've got. I'm trying to think, like stupid as it can be, Country Bear Jamboree at Disney World, no longer in Disneyland. That closed, replaced mm-hmm. by Winnie the Pooh. I know way too much about this shit. Yeah, but you I, seem like you're a really, really big fan of yeah, Disneyland. I'm a Disney adult, Disney just World. to let you know. But um, the thing is, is that it has its own separate experiences for its rides. You might see some repeats, but there's not a lot of repeats, as in like the like the boat ride is like that's but that's a typical kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like all Universal is is the same rides over and over and over again. They're all simulations. I feel that's all with all amusement parks. I feel like okay, when you were in like sixth grade and you and your friends would go like Six, six Flags, Flags for some major. reason, Six Flags that'd be fun, right? Yeah. I don't see any joy in any amusement parks. I mean, I'm excited to. I'm going to Disneyland or Disney World Disney rather. World, get it right. Rather, he's gonna get it I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm excited for Epcot because that's just a bunch of food, a bunch of different cultures. Like that seems cool. Epcot's right? fun when you're an adult for certain reasons. Right. But he's not that age yet. <laughs> yeah. But every other amusement park is just so boring. You know, like Six Flags. Why? Why are you gonna spend sixty dollars there when you could spend sixty dollars on like a dozens and dozens of other things that could probably be ten, twice you as can fun. do more stuff for free so much that's fun yeah. than you can do for like i mean the thing is in the moment and when you're younger and when you're, it's really your first experiences like and you have good memories you want to go there I like guess. i'm sure if i went to disney world now and like i never experienced disney i would be like damn this isn't that great like i'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you i probably would do that but because i have good probably. memories there and i've had fun i like going same thing with six right. flags like uh, nah. i had good memories there for one summer and like right. I, I enjoyed it, but now as time went on and we went away from that summer, and that was like the one mm-hmm. year I only have one year there where I had a great time. I'm like, nah, it's not that great. It's repetitive. Speaking of Six Flags, yeah, the fact that Six Flags makes a ride around a food, what is that? Like you know how ta- their their sponsors Takis, yeah. Like I love Takis. That's I will I eat. I will eat them. them. I will eat Takis forever. Yeah. But. Why? Like, I don't get how you're gonna make a ride based off of food. That doesn't seem right to me. I, 
Like that seems like well, so I mean, dumb. Then you're an that's so dumb. About Hershey too, because Hershey, it's all. But then again, I don't like, like amusement parks to begin with. Yeah. So, but like, what is it about amusement parks that you just don't okay. like? I'll tell you what it is about amusement parks. Okay. Yeah. You go to an amusement park, you're surrounded by people. It's like a, it's a clusterfuck of oh, yeah, people. And COVID there. times, I would and not COVID want. times too. That's why, like with Disney, I'm surprised you're going now. But go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, amusement parks, you're just surrounded by people, right? You're walking in the heat all day long to wait an hour most times for a ride that's two seconds long. Okay, you get the wind in your hair and you get your, you know, that feeling when your stomach drops. All right, you want the wind in your hair? Drive your car with the with the windows down. You'll get that same feeling. Yeah. Like, I just don't see why you would pay upwards of like $100, $60 sometimes maybe for a ticket to go be surrounded by people. Pay $10 for like churros. $10 for like churros, another five bucks for a small ass drink just to go stand in line. Exactly. (laughs) Stand in a line for an hour and a half to ride a ride for two minutes. It just doesn't seem like, well, like not only practical, it just doesn't seem worth it to me. I think it's all about the experience of the ride in general or like the uniqueness of like for instance you going to florida like i mean sure if you lived by florida i guess it's a difference you lived in florida be a different story but if you're like outside of florida and you're going on these rides it's like a unique experience you don't get that repeated anywhere else six flags is a different story you can get that repetition elsewhere six flags here's here's something though yeah i have a fam a family friend that lives in florida and they work like him. Him and his wife both work at Disney. So it, does that go to say like Disney is actually much more different than amusement parks, than other amusement parks, or just that is that just like an outlier? Because you're saying okay, if you live in Florida, it's like a different thing, right? I don't. You know, I say that, but I feel like it's not. Like I know I like yeah, watched a lot of it, but again, it's in the Disney universe. Me mm. watching these videos and these videos show like oh, these people love going. They go like every day or they go like every week to Disney. Like they never get tired of it. But I think it's because mm. it's a different, it's a different atmosphere. It's not like Six Flags where it's like, oh, it's the fucking DC like superheroes and like Looney Tunes. Like I don't really care. I saw them on TV. You don't like superheroes and stuff. <sighs> okay, hold on. Okay, you don't like superheroes. No, I do like. Su- there are. Su- I'm just not that into it. I grew up in a sports family. It wasn't like oh, I like I sports watch- too. Yeah, but like, but you could still like Iron Man. You could still. You I could still- listen. I'm like gonna get heat for this. Iron Man yeah. and enjoy the movies and still like sports. You're not you're not wrong. But like I'm gonna be honest with you, you know this, and our viewers don't know this, but like or listeners don't know this. I have not watched all of the MCU movies. That's and a I've disappointment watched them right there. In pieces. That is I've that's watched. a fucking disappointment. You need to watch a bit okay, if you're not gonna watch all the movies in order, you need to watch at least Iron Man movies, Captain America, and I don't know, maybe maybe a fucking Spider-Man movie, but definitely watch the Avengers, like all the Avengers, because is it okay? You know how you talk about Disney being an experience? Yeah. Suit the superhero movies from Marvel, like that whole saga, is an experience in and of itself. Yeah, and but I, I ruined I it will, for myself I, already. You ruined it. I how? ruined it because I watched. Um, Oh my god, I'm forgetting the titles. Endgame and whatever the other oh one was. God. I watched them before I watched the other. I you... watched. Wait, I'll give you the order of what I watched. Guardians of the Galaxy one. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy two. Okay. Black Panther. Okay. The uh, Endgame right. and what was, the, what was the other? Rest one? in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, God bless that man. But what was um, it's Endgame and what's the other one? That's Infinity War. Infinity War. I watched both of them, and then then 
in May, I was trying to watch all of them in a row, but I didn't. So I got through, what did I get through? Captain Marvel. Uh, first Captain America. All right. Um, I started Thor and that stuff. Tell, tell me this. Why the hell would you go out of your way to watch, like, basically the last two movies before you watched anything else? I don't else? know. It's like you open, you just bought a book. Yeah. And you open it to the last page and read what happens. Why? It ruins it. Oh, Why? I watched Iron Man and Iron Man 2, but that's besides the point. Honestly, probably one of the best ones in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that, that's up for debate, but I think Iron Man one is probably like top three. It's good, but I, I think that there were, I don't know, like certain things that I felt like were missing out on it. But I can't give you the exact things because you know I don't remember because it was in May. My memory's kind of poor with movies; like it'll just shoot out and then that's it. I'm when a movie I, fanatic. Yeah, I, I I love all cinema. All no, cinema. But you haven't watched every Indiana Jones movie. I've watched most. I've watched most. I made you those watch Raiders. were yes, yeah. you did. They were not that good. Really? I'll give you. I'll give you that right oh now. They were god. not that good. Oh my god! You're hyping it up and everything. I think it was more so like it was cool when you were a kid, but they were not that good watching it as as an adult. It. You know, it just wasn't right, though. It just wasn't. When I was in second grade, though, loved that man. But let's get back to Marvel. Really right, quick. right. Um, what makes it worse is that I didn't understand the references in uh, Infinity War and Endgame. I didn't. I didn't understand. So wanna, so hold on. Yeah. You mean to tell me? You were watching the movie. You didn't understand what they were talking about and then continued to finish the movie? Well, I understood certain things. But like, not I knew everything. About Thanos and everything because of Guardians of the Galaxy and everything like that. Okay. But, like, and I knew that Gamora was like his daughter or whatever. But the thing that I missed out on, like, let's, I'm going to spoil this. So if you. Listen, it's been watched, out for two years now. If yeah, you haven't seen it, then you're a like, fucking idiot. Then you're and an you're an idiot. Like, yeah. yeah. So at the end, where Steve Rogers is dancing with Peggy or whatever her name mm-hmm. is. Mm hmm. I had no idea that that was. So even you just saw him. Steve Rogers. I was just like, why is this person? old man dancing? I mean, why is this man like dancing with this woman? Like, I see, don't know. man, you gotta. I you can't appreciate the film now for I what do. it is if you haven't watched all the other films. Yeah. You know. Now I appreciate it because it's been like that. Oh, that relationship made me cry a little bit. Now, yeah. like, watch like after watching the first, even just the first Captain America, like you understood how important she was to him. Right. And like watching, I had to watch that. It's last heartbreaking. And credit scene again. Like, because oh, he's like, oh, we're going to, like, what, what time are we having that date? And then, oh, oh yeah. And he crashes like, into oh, the ice. He finally, oh. Mm. So, so, so sad. Yeah. So sad. What would you do if you woke up 70 years later? Like, now, not like back then. Say, say somehow you, you, I don't know, got frozen. In ice, like Captain America did, you survived. 70 years later, where do you think we would be as a society, one? And what would you do, two? Where do I think we would be as a society? Yeah. That depends. That's a deep question. That's a deep question because... 70 years. I mean, honestly, it's not that much time. No, it's not. Most of us will probably still be alive in 70 years. Well, I mean, as a generation, we're more likely to uh, live until we're 100. We should, most of us, live until we're around 100. So we have quite a bit of life left either that's good or bad depending on the way you look at life but um that's a different discussion yeah all uh, right 70 years from now where do you think we'll be i again it really depends because you can either be in a terminator armageddon kind of situation where it's just robots have taken over massive civil war happen or we could be in a much better place than we are in today where society treats practically everybody as equal 
and you know there most of our issues have been solved and we actually take care of people because that's very important okay we don't do that so i'm hoping for that one i'll tell you what we're gonna be in 70 years yeah we're gonna be in a civil fucking war we're gonna be in a civil fucking war i'm saying it right now Every, okay, the, you, you already know. This country's divided as fuck. Right from left, divided. Like, there's definitely not unity in a sense, right? Yeah. I feel like it's just going to get worse and worse. And then instead of having the North versus the South battle, it's going to be a right versus left battle. Physically brawling and putting the dukes up. Like, I really do think that we're going to go towards civil war eventually. Like, within the next, I don't know, max, like, 100, 200 years. I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I think it would be more likely to happen now, sooner rather than later, because we're on the brink, dude. Okay. You gotta look I will, at the I will admit we're, we're on the brink, close. but that's why I think like we just need something to like you know just tip us over, and then there's just gonna be brawls everywhere. This election might tip us over overall because the thing is you have to think about it like this too, is that a lot of mail-in ballots are going to come in mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. later. So on election night the people that vote in person, those votes could be tallied. And if the media fucks this up, like I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but they probably mm. will because they're going to want to show you who's currently leading at the moment. Right. And if Biden's, no matter what, based off of just basic knowledge of the political world, you know that most of the mail-in votes are going to come from Democrats. Okay, you were saying okay, so about um, the ballots? Yes. So the issue is that... Like I said, Biden could win by a small margin or win by a massive margin. Okay. And then all of Trump, all these Trump supporters who I'm not, they're not stupid. A lot of them aren't stupid. They just lack the ability to get an education because of the, where they grew up or where they came from. They might not understand this and view it as manipulation by the media and by mm-hmm. the Democrats to win the election. And then you just got m- somebody's going to be fighting somebody in the streets. Somebody's going to, one person's going to, someone's going to blame someone. I I see what you're saying. Exactly. (laughs) Really quickly too, with Bush v. Gore, Uh Gore won that election in 2000. Just so you people know, there was this whole issue in Florida that they first called it for Gore in 2000. And then they went, Whoa, wait a second. Like right on election night in like the process of two hours, they're like, we're going to put this back in the undecided. And then they called it for Bush and the margin mm. of error was very, very slim. And they had these things called these butterfly ballots where it looked like, oh, you could have, you might have intended to vote for Gore, but you voted for Bush instead. Mm-hmm. So what happened was there was constant back and forth bickering and they took it to the Supreme Court. And because it took like six weeks to like have this discussion on the court, they were right. just like, all right, enough with this. Uh, Bush is the winner. The winner. So technically, Gore could have pushed that further. But he didn't. So that's this is the issue, too, is that you don't really have a lot of time after an election. You have really two months of that. presidential yeah. transition if you're going to be a new, uh, president-elect. Okay. So you only have two minutes to clarify. Two, two minutes. Two, two months, months to clarify what this election, like the results of this election. Okay. And, you know, if somebody, if within six weeks it looks like somebody was a perceived winner, the Supreme Court's not going to intervene. They basically said this is yeah. out of our control when they made that decision with Bush v. Gore. So it's going to be the same thing. So, But the issue is back then people didn't care. They mm. just said, okay, there was more unity back then. People were just like, okay, that's it. True. Bush is our president. True. There was some tension, but now, yeah. holy shit, are you in for a firestorm. Yeah, I, like I, I've said this before. I, um, I really don't think that there's been much unity in american history yeah. very few moments i want to s- world, world war, war II. II, 9-11 and i can't think of another 
honestly, those two moments are the only times in American history that I can recall that we were, you know, united as perceived one, per, as perceived united. as united per as united as one, you know, fighting for the same cause and everything. Like other than that, I feel like you know back to it like we just keep getting divided 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 i mean and people because people are opinionated and they're going to be opinionated yeah but the internet's made it so much worse the media and the internet has made it more accessible for people to to educate themselves but it has also been a platform for fake news to just spread everywhere whether it be fake news for the left or fake news for the right like it spreads everywhere And and that's what everybody reads no one no one nobody 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 watches tv and every whatever or they see on papers. online, half the people that see these things online, whether it be good or bad for either side, they don't they don't care enough to go and make sure that it's right. They don't they don't care enough to go double check a source. They just see something and think it's correct. Yeah, because they go this help this supports my side. Let me and, go through with yeah. it. Yeah. And that comes back to honestly, that comes back to the education. Like, yeah. if you're not taught to to double check, if you're not taught to you know check a source or or even just like counter something if you're not taught that you're never going to do it in your life you know it just comes full full circle again teach some teachers just don't give a shit and they don't teach that you know yeah and some states lack the exactly some states lack the funding actual teachers like i know in like louisiana i was reading an article somewhere where like the football coach is the history teacher and like the math teacher for that like a certain grade like that's ridiculous but uh, another thing too is what's shocking to me is that there are people from our high school that share things online that they know from right like I, I, junior year mm-hmm. got mrs donahue this is another thing that i remember from you too is that like we had to write those term papers and with those term papers right. you had to pick out accurate sources and then you had i don't know if she gave you guys that diagram i don't know if yes did you, yeah you had like a diagram that diagram yeah. and choosing sources was hell like was, Continue. yeah so like people our age should have a general understanding of what is not real and what is real and some of these kids like share yeah. articles and you're just like yeah Did you I, not I, go see, to yeah, I see some <laughs> of these things that people post and like the thing is like they're right around the corner you you might think like they're in these bumblefuck or whatever not knowing but you're right they're right around the corner they grew up around us and they don't they're just they just don't know these things or they're ignorant i, I don't know i just all i know is People just don't care enough to really go search and care and see if something's correct or not. Yeah, and which it's, that it's, has it's, to change, dude. It can't it be. Has there to. has to be some sort of now, at least in this like generation, some sort of like, um, like source, like accurate source class or something like that, like an elective that you take in high school where mm-hmm. you learn like which sources are real, which ones are fake. And so you have a general understanding of what's true and what's not. And, or maybe like give a history of, oh, how like this paper at one point was factual, but then turned into opinion paper. So then you can't use it as a source anymore because right. it's just full opinion. Right. Like maybe there should just be a full course on it rather than just, oh, you're writing a term paper. Use Here's that. how yeah. it goes. And then go from there. I'm not blaming Monmouth or any other high school in New Jersey for doing like the it's curriculum some, it's just, did, It's up to the person themselves for caring enough, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're nearing the end of time. Yeah. And we want to touch on the subject that our podcast is named about. <sighs> Gorilla vs. Bear. It's an age-old question. Yes. Pat, who would win in a fight? A gorilla or a bear? Another complicated question. Yes. Super fucking complicated. There's one um, answer to this. This is bear. No. Yes. It's, it's a bear. gorilla. It's a it is a gorilla. Why, why the gorilla? All right. I'm going to... I'm going to give you a couple pointers. 
Are you going to go with opposable thumbs? Okay. Gorillas have opposable thumbs. Yeah. Okay. They can... I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if they wanted to, they could fucking pick up a log or or something big and heavy and just clonk a gorilla. <laughs> just just, just ra- rag that thing. Gorilla? I mean, a rag a bear. Yeah. Okay. Did you know gorillas have a stronger bite force than bears? Did not know that. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give you this. Ready? Yeah. Bears. The nails, bro. Bears, the, the, the claws and yeah. paws. Like, the one swipe from that thing and you're, you're dead, right? I understand that. But gorillas are quick, man. They're quick from the jump. Like, they're, they're zippy. They, I know gorillas can climb trees and so can gorillas, but I don't know, man. I, if, a, if, if a gorilla sees a bear running straight towards it, a gorilla's just going to juke it out. You know, just go left, right, yeah, get a little doozy, and just go around. Just so I deadly, understand dude. that. Like one swipe, and then that's it. Or they could go ah, right but into the chest. think about it. I think about it. That's like if it even touches thing. it. But like the gorilla, those thumbs, those thumbs. Do you know how strong gorillas are? I've seen gorillas rip logs in half. Ba- bear trees, bro. Bear trees ripping it. Rest in peace, Harambe. Yeah. Like ripping trees in half. You're telling me. If a gorilla got the hold of a bear's skull, that thing wouldn't just pop it right in. You're telling me if a gorilla had to bite the neck off of a of a grizzly bear, it wouldn't do it. The talons would stop them on, on the bear. If the it's claws quick would enough, literally. If bro. it's quick enough, yeah. But they're not quick enough. They're 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 they can run fast, bro. But they got to build up that speed. They gotta build it up. They they don't have like the like the off the line pace to keep up with that gorilla. But it's just to me, it's just all about the claws. That's literally my only argument is the claws. Because you're not wrong. Like the opposable thumbs are definitely an issue. But like Dude. if he's got him in a headlock or whatever, kind of, and he's struggling, and like that fucking gorilla is about to pop his head like Bro. a fucking pimple, I'm telling you right now that that gorilla could just go or like right in the chest. And I, knock a gorilla's it off a gorilla's skin is thick. Okay. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll make it bleed. Them. It'll impact. Just like but it'll it'll somebody it'll hang on long enough to just you know end that grizzly bear's life, dude. I'm telling you, if you were to see a grizzly bear mad enough to fight a to fight a gorilla, yeah. right? That gorilla not even angry. Like that grizzly bear's just going at it. It's furious. If that gorilla's like, see, oh, this guy's gonna fight me, it would it would win, hands down, easily. It's more nimble, it's more agile. It's just as strong. It could bite harder. It's got the thumbs to pick up shit and throw rock. You're telling me if a gorilla, all right, with an arm the size of the my goddamn head, okay, yeah. threw like a 20-pound rock at the face of a grizzly bear, it wouldn't knock it out? You're telling me that thing wouldn't knock it out? What would happen to you if you got hit by a rock well, that's I'd 20 pounds? Fucking knock out and be dead forever. You'd probably die. Yeah. You'd probably I'd die. Probably be dead. That that grizzly bear is going to get caught in a landslide. I'm telling you, man, a gorilla would win hands down. Okay. Now, if you had to pick out of this title, which one are you, the gorilla or the bear? Because we're going to be honest with you folks. It was just a cool title. This is just a cool title. My yeah. girlfriend came up with this genius cool last idea, name. Genius though. name. Genius idea. Yeah. I just liked it. I was like, hey. It's pretty cool. I liked it too. If I had to choose, though, yeah, of whether I was to be a gorilla or a bear, I'd probably choose a gorilla. Girl, here's and he, here's another it's thing, just dude. Not cool, dude. Gorillas are jacked. Have you ever seen a gorilla do a push up 
or a bench press or anything. No. Could you imagine if you trained a gorilla to work out like a bodybuilder? That thing would like just demolish everything in sight. On sight. On sight, dude. Horrifying. I'm just saying. Gorillas are dope. And they're super intelligent. Too. And they're super intelligent. They're intelligent. Fucking grizzly bears. What are you gonna do during the winter? But at least sleep in a hole. Deal with the Go sleep in a reality. hole. Yeah, that Go seems like a, a fun idea. Hole. Honestly, I would love to do that. If that was an option, just to sleep for like six months and come back and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. All right. It'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the first episode of Gorilla vs Bear podcast. Thank you very, very much for watching. Yeah. Please, if you have anything you want us to talk about, leave a comment on YouTube. Leave a comment on our Instagram. DM us on Instagram. DM us on Instagram with any ideas and thoughts you have. And with that being said, thank you very much. Keep it real. Peace out.